1: You're listening to the PRO Media Network. The next level in entertainment.
0: on everything saints and a lot more
1: and now here's your host big q and guys big ups to the family members of the building good to hear you who that to you thank you family big ups big thumbs up to the family for uh appreciate y'all man and uh the live stream good to hear some of the black and gold family members chiming in who that to you and all the beautiful black and gold family members big ups to you uh, big ups to Travis504 in the building. Donovan Grayson, big ups to you, Donovan. Who that to your family? Good to see you. DJ Austin, who that to you? Till, Till the Legend, who that to you, Till? Kevin Howard, who that to you? Neville, uh, Neville Lewis, who that to you, Neville? I, I see your fam. Scoob, who that to you, my dog? Big ups to you. Tramal. who that to you, Tramal? I see your fam. Derek L., who that to you, Derek? Big ups to your fam. Jerome, what up, Jerome? What's happening, Jerome? Big ups to you, fam. Torres Shepard Sr., who that to you? Uh, Devin, uh, Dave Debondetto, who that from Jai-Z? What's up, Dave? Who that to you, fam? Carlito, what up, Carlito? Who that to you, man? Big ups to you. Eddie Dixon. What up, Eddie? Who that to you, fam? Good to see you. DLP 2600, baby from Vegas. Who that to you, DLP? Big ups to you. Dada. What up, my dog Dada in the building? Who that 504 boy? Big ups that fam. Who that to you as well? Big ups to the family. It was good to see a lot of y'all in the live stream. Big ups to you. Trey Joseph says, who that black and gold think tank? How do we feel about getting Clay Matthews as a free agent pickup? We had a guy. We had uh, Terry Kimball. Who came in from the Who That Dish uh, uh website? Who a Saints contributor? Really intelligent brother. He came in there and he spoke about Clay uh, Matthews. Matter of fact, he wrote articles or uh, piece on Clay Matthews being a possible uh, free agent. And I would not be uh, you know upset about that. I think Clay Matthews could contribute something to the Black and Gold. He had what eight sacks last year in uh, what twelve games. I think Clay Matthews is a playmaker still at his age, and you don't want him to, you know, be a guy that just be like, you know, playing full time minutes, but he can help you with the pass rush. He has a a gift to get into the quarterback. He has an infectious energy. He's a really intelligent player and playing him in the Saints defense at different places like at linebacker every now and again. And as a situational pass rusher, that'll be a win win in my book. Big ups to you, thanks for the question there Trey Kelvin Washington, who that From Phoenix, Arizona Big ups to you Kelvin, good to see you in the chat As well, and all the family members Chiming in as well, Demetrius Simpson Who that to you, I see you Demetrius Shedrick, Shedrick Mosley Who that to you, Shedrick, I see you fam Goose Sports, what up Goose Who that to you fam Big ups to the rest of the family members chiming in the live stream. Joshua Hoover. Who that to you, Joshua? I see your family. Iceman. What up to the Iceman? He in the building. Ernest. What up, Ernest? How you doing, fam? Who that to you as well? Good to see the family members chiming in the live stream as well. Big ups to all the families. Oh, Henry. Who that to you? Henry, I see you. Who that to you? Dominic. What up, Dominic? Who that to all the beautiful black and gold family members, please hit the like button upon entry family. And I like to thank all of y'all, man, for tuning into the sports coma today. Uh, despite some uh, kind of sh- a few little difficulties early on, this live stream is called Breeze in NBC. Of course, Drew Breeze, according to various reports, said that Drew is signing a board to, to play uh, to, to be an analyst after his retirement career, wherever, whatever that may be. Now, money talking BS walks, as we all know. We also realize that Drew Brees has some situ- that he still has to uh, finish out his playing career in the with the black and gold. We don't exactly knows what that entails in terms of what the is it this year we're seeing one year this year he's playing. But a lot of his people are saying that he could come back in the second year. Well, the contract is obviously telling you that it's a four year deal with two playable years. And I've been and I've had both of the, the Saints contributors and inside men that were on the show agreed with me that Drew's going to play the second year. Why would you pass up that kind of money to go on television for what was reportedly six million dollars? You know, what I'm saying, now, of course. They still have to pay him the rest of that money, so he's still going to get it to a degree. But he can make more money in the final year. And of course, you have all those weapons. You have Malcolm Jenkins' two four year contract basically breaks down with two years, and then you have Emmanuel Sanders on a two year deal. Why would you then walk away from that? If you're you're at here, you you're at this this level, you see what I'm saying? That's one of the things we have to care. But we're gonna talk about that more today. We're gonna cover that story and several others. Cam. Tom Cameron. Tom is signed back with the Saints, provide some depth behind him. The Saints doing a pretty decent job of signing back some of these players that they have groomed. The Andrews Pete signing was, of course, something we looked at. And we had uh, a lot of the family members that really felt that Andrews Pete uh, was a detriment. Well, we could probably not at the Saints have given him given him that what three. That contract was like made him like the t- one of the top three uh, highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL, but the Saints are know what they do. De- they know what they're dealing with with Andrews and all his versatility. You know, you never know what's going to happen with Teron Armstead. He has two years remaining on his contract. He has various injuries. Perhaps the time is coming when Teron Armstead might leave, and then Andrews or Ryan Ramcheck will probably slide to that side and, and occupy it. You never know how it's going to go, but in they have a, a recipe for giving uh, Andrews that kind of dough. And you know, I've been thinking about the Elvin Kamara situation. And I'm going to give you guys my take on Elvin Kamara in the show after we cover some more topics, but I thought it might be a good way we can be able to retain Elvin Kamara uh, going ahead contract contractually speaking and the money probably would make sense to some people. So we'll, I'll cover that in the show as we move ahead. Uh, also on the show, we'll cover other news pertaining uh to the saints uh these the sex scandal uh is news broke or uh, some news broke underneath all of the news dealing with the sex scandal scandal uh not the sex scandal but the sex the uh clergy scandal email scandal where I get sex scandal from the e- well you know well mm-hmm. but anyway, that's the portion of what we're gonna cover the clergy email scandal with the saints is going on as well. And we'll cover that. There's a little news broke on that. And plus, we'll talk about other news and notes in the show. So I'd like to say big ups, big ups to all the black and gold family members in the great Saints. Thank tank. Big ups to the family members chiming in in this edition. And of course, like I said, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, family, as we move forward. Thank you. Appreciate you, Donovan. Appreciate Donovan Grayson. Big ups to Donovan. uh uh, with his uh donation thank you family appreciate that bro you know we have put it to good use here at the sports coma like we do with so many other (laughs) resources at our beckon so thank you for uh, uh doing uh giving that donation family so big ups to the family members we're gonna start it off in episode this is live stream tsc live 109 that's 109 shows live shows tsc show this is show, the show over, over, overall show 511, well over five years of sports coma, uh, commentary from myself and others. 511 total shows from the sports coma. Good grief. Over five years and TSC live over 109 episodes. So big ups to the family members so for all the beautiful things that you've done and your support as we move ahead in this mission. Now we're going to go into our first, uh, show, uh, you know, first slide here, and this is basically covering Drew Brees, as it says he, he that he's deciding to sign with NBC Sports. Now, this is the top story that we're leading with, and of course, they're saying that this comes from Andrew Merchant of the New York Post saying that Brees will sign with NBC Sports, and not ESPN, as a part of a deal that will go into effect when he retires from the NFL. Sources told Marshan that the plan is for Brees to be groomed as the potential replacement for. Chris Collinsworth on Sunday night football. Now, quote, like other all NFL fans, we're looking forward to watching Drew continue his Hall of Fame career this fall. We are confident that his post-playing career will be just as successful. And that's in quote by NBC Sports spokesman Greg Hughes. Also, the reporter Merchant noted that the plan to start Breeze as a game analysis, analyst for Notre Dame football games on Saturdays and a studio analyst for Football Night in America on Sundays before he can join El Michael's successor, Mike Tirico, on Sunday Night Football. Now this is because some of the blow for ESPN Considering Moshein reported that the network Was willing to wait for Breeze And wanted him to be a part of the Monday Night Football broadcast ESPN attempted to hire Romo away from CBS That failed as well as Peyton Manning and Rivers Romo stayed with CBS Manning declined and Rivers elected to continue playing With the Colts He got that one year deal with them Big money And Bruce is 41 And of course he signed a four year deal With the Black and Gold Uh, With two voidable years on the back end of the contract, some people still believe that the first two years are playable years for Drew Brees. I am of that ilk. I also believe that these next two years or two years that Drew Brees will play playing based upon some of the power pieces the Saints put in place, meaning people like Emmanuel Sanders, those guys here for two years. Malcolm Jenkins has a four year contract that can be voided after two years. So that's two years is two really important com- uh, pieces to the puzzle for Drew Brees. And it will be very hard for him to walk away after this year, especially if the Saints make it to the playoffs or get close to the playoffs. His competitive spirit to step away at this stage of his career, knowing that he's that close, I just don't see it doing. But anytime you already said that networks are willing to wait there for Drew and they'll just wait f- for whenever he's ready to move on. Going to the Next story. It's of course, Jordan Love Rumors Patriots with the Patriots, Packers, Saints, Redskins, and more. Interesting. We covered some of this story, uh, and on the previous show, well, actually a couple of shows ago about Jordan Love and the Saints' interest in Jordan Love. Now, he's become one of the most discussed prospects in the 2020 NFL draft with a number of teams doing background work on him. Now, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler on Saturday said that the Saints, the Packers, the Patriots, the Redskins, Los Angeles Chargers, among other teams, are doing various levels of homework on Jordan Love. Now, he enters the draft off a disappointing 2019 season with the Utah State Aggies. He threw three uh, 3,400 yards, had 20 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and he was just shy of 62% completion percentage. But prior to that, the dude was awesome, man. If you look at some of his numbers prior to this year, he had more weapons around him in previous seasons with Utah and he would have a bet out in a lot of guys that he we were was he had a very less talented team that he had than the two years prior let's just put it like that. Utah launched the Heisman campaign for Love prior to the last season after this breakout 2018 performance and he's a California native with semifinalists for the Davey O'Brien as the nation's best quarterback after he threw for 3500 yards and 32 touchdowns and just six interceptions the year before. The, stri- the the now despite the drop in his performance some analysts still regard Love as a first round process. As he's ranked as the number 31 overall player in this year's class projects him to the Saints at number 24 and wrote in most mock drafts. That's fastly becoming a thing of the past. This guy is burning up. He's shooting up the charts and this happens every freaking year. And it's not Jordan Love's thing. It's just they started the 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 hype machine, the promotion machine starts shooting Jordan Love up and he's a good quarterback. And I was talking about this dude some time ago. He's going to be He's going to be a really good quarterback when it's said and done. He re- he has he has the height, he has the intelligence, he's a stand up dude. He played at a far less uh you know you know well known school, but it's just the comparisons between looking at guys like him and a guy like Sanson Jalen Hurts, which I've watched, and I don't give a god damn who, whether it's Kyper or. Or the other guy that likes to argue with him all the time Or whoever it may be I don't care who you are I know what I see in a guy like Jalen Hurts Talented and all that kind of stuff He might not have the height But Kyler Murray didn't either Not comparing the two it's Maybe besides height wise But it's every year it's a, it's a guy that shoot up the rings A little further than where he's supposed to go And there's even some people Kind of comparing him to Patrick Mahomes Let me tell you something man Cut that out Mahomes was, you know, is a is a fantastic talent, but Jordan Love, man, you know, he's going to be a good quarterback. But I think they're kind of taking a man, you know, they're pushing him a little too far. Now, after the teams said this, they had a lot of the people that was doing making the case for him: the Patriots, the Chargers, the Redskins, the Dolphins. They don't have any starters there, and it could possibly be that these guys are looking at him as well. We know that Sean Payton is definitely looking at Jordan Love as a possible candidate. We know that he sees him similarly to, uh, uh, you know, a franchise quarterback you can bring in and do some stuff with what, you know, we'll see how it all shakes out in the end. All right, let's move forward to the next uh topic. And that's the Saints bring back versatile offensive lineman Cameron Tom. Now, this is this is pretty good because it talks to the Saints depth situation. Of course, I I mentioned earlier in the show about Andrews Pete. The Saints did re-up with Andrews Pete, giving him that deal behind the Saints outside of Will Clapp and untested people. Uh, you know, you bring Cameron time. I remember Cameron time mark, he missed the entire season last year due to injury. Now, it's good to see him come back because he's a guy that can do multiple things. He can play the center or guard position. The Saints just brung this man. I think he was a Southern Miss guy, and he came in and, and he made an impact. He worked his way up. Now, the Saints are uh, one of the few teams returning high rated offensive linemen intact. All five of the starters are back. Which you know you had uh, Bob Rose who came on for Sports Illustrated last show and talked about the continuity of the Saints' offensive line, returning Andrews there, that familiarity, that continuity, keeping them together, and then Cameron Tom is a part of the process. Now the team resigned Pete to that 33 million dollar deal, and then they also aren't you know they looked at Warford, and then he's something that you probably have to deal with down the line. But getting a guy like Tom who signed with the Saints out of as a center out of Southern Miss. Back in 2017, developed in the from the practice squad with the help of NFL quality coaching, he ended up with 178 snaps on offense as a back guard, backup guard in 2018, appearing in 11 different games and starting that year regular season finale against the Panthers. Before he went down with injury in 2019, Tom had completed for. The snaps at both center and left guard during training camp while McCoy claimed the starting job at center early in summer. Tom outplayed free agent acquisition Nick Easton at the other spot, earning the backup job behind McCoy while Easton moved his focus to left guard. Now, Tom's injury ended up forcing former seven round pick Will Clapp into the lineup at the center when McCoy missed the series late last season. Now, you're going to see this the camera time. A lot of people don't talk too much about Cameron, but he does provide a good backup that can do different things. And it's good to have some of these homegrown guys here that can contribute. Look at this. the other story. And this is probably the one of the stories before I go into my spiel about Elvin Kamara. officials uh, about the Saints emails on clergy crisis should stay secret. This is the problem we have in the country today about this nonsense here. This needs to stop and it needs to stop right now. We have us uh, that, you know, it's just absolutely insane. Hundreds of emails detailed New Orleans Saints efforts to conduct damage control for the areas Roman Catholic archdiocese amid its clergy sex sexual abuse crisis should remain shielded from the public. A court official recommended Thursday recommendation by a special court master came almost three months after the Associated Press urged the release of the confidential emails as a matter of public public interest. Those emails emerged as a part of a lawsuit against the church and it will ultimately be, be up to the judge in the case to make the final decision. Now releasing the message would only quote embarrass or bring under public scrutiny In quote those who tried to help the archdiocese of New Orleans as it sought to weather the fallout from the clergy's house crisis. Retired judge which Carolyn Gill Jefferson wrote in a five-page filing. Now, let me stop right there and address that. Releasing the message will only embarrass or bring under public scrutiny those who help the archdiocese. Isn't that what the pub? Isn't that the, the case? Isn't that the subject of what we supposed to be doing? We want to embarrass them if they're doing wrongdoing, especially if they're contributing and helping hide the stuff that that the church has been doing for years. Man, having the the the. uh, Clergy uh, relocation pro- processes when they are when charges are filed, they just simply move them to another area of the country. Enough child charges moved up on them. Then they finally just transfer them back out of the country into back into places like uh back to the Vatican, perhaps, you know, which they that they are a sovereign country where you can't just walk past their borders. You got to have their permission to go in there. How, how convenient is that? So it's a lot of foolishness going on here. And, it, and we want to embarrass or and bring them under public scrutiny. And if they caught in wrongdoing, I want them arrested, too. I want it all brought down because this need to stop. This is foolishness. It says she agreed with the church leaders and cha- Just agrees. So you're going to the judge agrees with the church leaders. And can't you see court did the, the, the little mass, the little, uh, 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 little groups of combines protecting each other agree with the church leaders and saints that the communications were private writing that quote the exchange information during discovery is to be held within the confines of the pending litigation outside of the public view listen we want to know what time it is don't hold shit from us secret if you doing something wrong doing we want you arrested we want you blown down and we want you handled roughly because that's the bottom line. If you're playing games with people like this, this won't stand. And this is the kind of environment that's going on in this country right now where we won't turn a blind's eye. They got children out here and people out here being getting hurt. Enough of the nonsense. We're not we don't, we we're not going to agree with this 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 yellow backed coward ass judge who's backing these wrongdoing people out here. If there's wrongdoing on the emails, the people are telling us they're not. If they are doing wrong, then show the damn emails and prove yourself right. Simple as that. Now, the attorneys about two dozen men during the church have alleged that the email showed that the NFL team whose owner is devoutly Catholic aided the church and its quote pattern of practicing concealing its crimes. That's a that's that in quote, that's powerful, a pattern and practice of concealing its crimes. And we know that's been going on. We know that's been going on. Some of these goddamn organizations been protecting these people and enough is enough. Is not a time these people got to come down because they tied into a lot of unrighteous stuff. You and I both know that. So I'm not going to read any more. If you want to read any more about this story, because if you won't hear me go on a goddamn spill about doing stuff like this, keep on having me to cover this. So if you want to read about that article, you can go and Google the title. It says Saints emails. Uh, clergy crisis should stay secret. See, that's the problem we got in this world. That's the problem. That's the problem we got here. It says, Q, you're innocent until proven guilty. You are innocent to proven guilty. But if you are doing wrongdoing, and they're saying that it's in the emails and the saint's saying we ain't doing nothing, but the email's saying something and the saint's saying, no, we don't want to read the emails. Just believe us. We're not doing anything. Then who, what you, you know what I'm saying? Let's see what the emails got to say. Let the emails come out. Clear your name. Let the emails come out. But what happens, family, It's all too the same in this country. We, you, don't take a blind eye to this. Don't take a blind. We know that's going on. Remember, and I'm I'm gonna leave it along after I say this. But remember, two or three years ago, they had the cases all up and down the East Coast with missing children, missing young black uh uh children. Um, uh, pre- uh, noticeably, it was women, young black children, females were turning up missing all up and down the East Coast, and the 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 the, uh, the police were baffled by it. They didn't know where these people were and you had children all in the in the public town halls and they were saying where are the children and all this kind of stuff and nobody had any answers they covered it for a little bit and they went away what i'm saying is a lot of stuff in this world and those i'm talking to those who know because you know like i know what's going on out here and it starts with stuff like that when those people come down you need. We need to cut this out, and we need to wake up to what's going on out here. Now I'm gonna leave it alone that because I'm I'm, I'm gonna cover this on on Q with Big Q, and I get more intricate into it, and that's the type of show for that. And on Q with Big Q, we're gonna cover stuff like that and other information that's going on in this country. Because I'm tired of hearing all this foolishness out here. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. I'm tired. Ain't no time for you to be walking around with your eyes closed and your and your hands on your ears, man. Now ain't no time for that. It's it's a transitioning of stuff going on right here, and we're gonna cover it on on Q with Big Q. Now let's go on to uh the story today, family. We covered quite a few stories. I like to welcome some of the Black and Gold family members in the building as well. True Louise Animal, who that to you? Ernest Adams Jr. Who that to your family? Good to see you there, family as well. Uh, let's see, um, who else is there? Right, right there man. Hold on, hold on, who Okay. I guess, I guess most of my family members there. Okay. I see you there. Uh, uh, Elite Goods. I see your family. Who that to you? Good to see you as well. Family. Big ups to you. Tyra. I see your family. I see you there. Big ups to you as well. Much love to you and all the beautiful black and gold family members chiming in the live stream today. Now, family, let's just talk about a little bit of the Elvin Kamara thing that I was making mention of. The Elvin Kamara thing is most interesting to me because I was sitting around thinking about it. And of course, you know, I had an opportunity to kind of look into the, uh, the the situation. Now I'm gonna share this with the Black and Gold family members, and you guys see if you agree with me about the album Kamara situation. Now I was looking at how some of the contracts of uh, how the Saints could handle Kamara situation in a light. Now, of course, well, I'm not I'm I'm not for paying Kamara ten million dollars a year. That's just I I just think that's a little bit too much money, despite the fact that he means so much to the offense, despite the fact that you can find people. In the draft that can pretty much do similarly what Elvin Kamara does for the Saints, a person in place that I could think about just off top of my head is a guy like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire glad that will hilary could run in between the tackles he catches the ball out the backfield he has great vision as well and he's some somebody i think will be gone in the second round of the draft i'm just going to keep it real with you i don't think he gets past the second round because how impactful he is they're not really talking about him that much and i think that's uh they're not making mention of him because there's so many really great people that's lined up running back wise in the draft but I'm thinking in my head that if you want to bring Elvin Kamara back, why not offer Kamara a deal with the Saints? Right. Offer him a deal, a three year deal worth 25 million. year deal, twenty five million. Who that to you, Cheryl? Good to see you, babe. Three years, family. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Three years, twenty five million with about a fifteen million dollar signing bonus. So that roughly puts you what? Just above eight million a season. But and then in the contract have language where if you lead the team in rushing you get this amount of money, uh, if you get you you you, you catch the ball this amount you get this amount and the, the the contract ratcheted up price wise, but is dependent upon his performance and him being there. Of course, you have workout bonus and different incentive bonus that's interwoven into the language of the agreement, which I think that's a fair deal. Y'all agree with me on that? Three years, 24, maybe 25 million dollars. Three years, 25 million dollars. Elvin Kamara, 15 million dollars signing bonus, 12 to 15 million dollars signing bonus for Kamara. What do you guys think about that? Y'all let me know in the chat. Now, that works. That works. That works for me. I would go with that 8 million, eight, roughly 8 million a year, 25 million dollars, three years, 12, uh, 12 to $15 million signing bonus and incentives moving into the contract language that he gets more when he reaches certain uh, incentive, Uh, which reaches certain bonuses in the agreement, like if he leaves the team in rushing, if he's second on the team in receptions, if he plays 70 to 80% of his snaps, meaning that, you know, it, it encourages-
0: discover a healthier, happier you with January 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create ready to make a change sign up today at veganuary.com vote for veggies price picks will match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars just visit price slash play 100 and use code play 100 that's code play 100 at dot slash play 100 for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars
1: price picks daily fantasy sports made easy or just him to stay healthy and make it to the playoffs all that's put into the contract the individual stuff now I like that I was thinking about saying man I rock with that we can't keep Kamara for 25 million on three years that's great to me so hopefully that's something that we can look at as well scoop says 15 million dollar 15 plus million dollar signing bonus signing bonus is fine to me because that's how you can really get them you know the annual money that's kind of messes with your your caps per se but the, the signing bonus man 15 million up front on a twenty five million dollar deal for three years, roughly just over eight million a deal. Man, I, that's pretty good. Uh Jerome says, I won't be mad if it's three years, twenty eight million, three million more. Nah, I would be mad at that either. I'm, I'm all right with that. But that's what I'm saying. As long as it's I, that's my range to put it right around that eight million dollar mark. I think that's half of where they want to go. I know they're looking at a ten million dollar rank. And of course, it also is coincide with McCaffrey doing. So if McCaffrey blows it away, like I'm anticipating he's to blow it away with Carolina, this could be something problematic for New Orleans because they're going to base their deal basis based on what Ed McCaffrey, I mean, not Ed McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey gets with Carolina and their backup situation is not as good as ours. And they know that. McCaffrey represents a lot of the team's offense catching and running the ball and they're not the same team without Christian McCaffrey. Let's just keep it real. Who that to you, Joe Law? He says trade him for a top 10 pick. <laughs> Some people say look Q, damn that. Damn that. Damn that Q. We're not going to keep him. Elvin Kamara here. Let's just get the running back out the draft and pay $3 million or $4 million on a player for four or five years as opposed to 25 or $28 million for three years for Elvin Kamara. I hear you, fam. Joshua says four years, 30 million. How you feel about that, Q? If you want to go three years, 25, why not go full for 30? How's that? How's that thought your boat. I would agree with that, too. I would not be mad at that, Joshua. I would I would not be mad at that. I like that. See, that fits right. That that feels feels right right there with the black and gold. And hopefully it'll be something like that, not something in the double digits. Cause I don't think it end well, especially with the uh, the the running back situation in terms of what it's looking like money wise in the NFL. And like and we can give like Bob Rose says, he said the lifespan on a running back. And I agree with this and I've heard this before is is between three to six years, four to six years, four to six years. And Kamara's in his fourth year, which means by that standard, he has two years of service left at that level before it starts teetering off a bit. And, And you have rare cases when some guys are actually they can beat that curve. I'm not saying Kamara wasn't. But last year, you've seen he wasn't as superhuman as he was. He got injured. He missed a couple of days. Then he got, I'm just, I'm in a lot of people. Bob said, Bob Rose says he was in, uh, in, uh, Terry. I think Terry Kimball also said that he, he wasn't fully healthy yet. He was still only 70% of himself later in the year, you know, before he, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I just feel like, you know, who's a hundred percent? When you get close to the end of the year, very few people are actually a hundred percent healthy getting to the back of the year. Everybody's dinged up and banged up, but I just didn't like the fact that how he looked in those games. I coined him the zombie. Y'all remember that? I was hitting him with the zombie because he was disinterested. He was catching a ball and just dropped the ball. He had catch the ball, run out of bounds. It was no energy, no joy, no love. It's just, I'm just going through the motions. I don't want to watch that. It was totally impactful. He had games where he'll catch five or six balls for 25 or 30 yards. I'm like, what, huh? What, what is that? That's backup type crap. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't impactful. He wasn't impactful at all. So he put a left for bad taste in people's mouth, to be honest with you. But five years or four, three years for 25 million or even four for 30, I wouldn't be mad at that bringing Elvin Kamara back. So big ups to the family members. Good looking Honky says Lexington still here, my brother. Old adult. <laughs> <laughs> thank you appreciate you good looking honky I always say that's the best tag we got right there <laughs> oh that's crazy joel uh, uh joel also traded for top 10 i read that dlp said that's reasonable i like it but it's his signing bonus his agent's gonna want more front probably that's true 15 million is not bad dlp i see that is that that's fair maybe you can go 18 million on it perhaps but, you know, the signing bonus, that, that don't really impact us. Like we, you know, that, that, that could, that's negotiable. You know, if we can get him to, get him to, to put his signature on, signature on the contract, that'll help out. Crass, who that to your brother? Good to see your boy, uh, in the chat as well. My dog, Crass. Ernest says bump, uh, CMC AK is vital to the Saints current playbook. Pay the man. They're paying breeze and he was one foot out of the dough and the other on a banana peel sliding his ass into NBC. <laughs> I heard it says bump it. Sooner or later, it's it's got to come to a head, Darren. So, you know, I agree with you. If you got something good, keep it together, man. But if sometimes, and you remember that it's not Kamara you negotiate with, it is Rich Paul, and Rich Paul wants the money. He wants the money. So it could be it might be a situation where it turns into an ugly situation. Remember they had ugly situations we made mention of, documented it, like Bob Rose was talking about. The situation that happened with Mark Ingram, the situation that happened with Darren's Bros, the situation that happened with Jimmy Graham. Two of those situations, oddly enough, was running backs. And even the situation with Pierre Thomas, y'all remember that? That's the third one we can throw in that. So we'll see how it all shakes and bakes out of it. But the real nugget in the, question mark in the negotiations is that agent that's an aggressive agent so we'll see how it works cress says griffin and clay matthew still out there in free agency land i know i i see crass we talked about that several times family and it was one of the things we talked about that we wanted to be able to do we needed to get somebody uh that can come in and help i just don't understand why he's still out there i don't get this part and not only him but marcus golden somebody mentioned clay you mentioned clay matthew somebody else mentioned clay matthews as well And we, we, you know, I think right now at this point, the Saints are kind of getting in a draft mode mind. You know, you're not looking at the free right now. They're kind of getting in that draft mode spirit. Now, Everson Griffin, to me, would be tremendous. But, you know, we have reporters on the show and they said that Sean Payton is really high on guys like Noah Spence and stuff like that. Now, Noah Spence has a lot of talent. No doubt about it. But man, I just he's too much of a question mark for me to put the third uh, situational pass rusher. And I mean, maybe it's just me, man. Maybe it's just me Uh who that to the family members. Oh, Henry says the Saints are going to sign Tom Flacco when he goes uncharted. <laughs> Peyton loves those short QBs. Tom Flacco is brother. Damn. I hope not. Oh, if you're going to take a quarterback, don't take a develop, don't take a guy at the bottom of the damn draft. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not saying that you can't find a, a franchise guy there. You know, that's how New England found a guy like Tom Brady. But how many Tom Brady's you going to find at the bottom of the draft, seriously speaking, family? Seriously speaking. I mean, how are how you going to find that guy, you know? But anyway, family, I'm, that's some of the topics we're going to cover. I'm going to recap in just a moment. To the family members about uh, uh, what we just covered in the show. Okay, I'm gonna let me go back and hit you and bring some of those up right here to cover with the family members and do a quick recap on some of the stuff we did, we just covered. Okay, the first, of course, the, the Saints looking at Breeze signs with NBC sports contract over ESPN for career after. For the Saints, covered that story early. Of course, Jordan Love uh, getting more love from just the Saints. The Patriots, the Packers, the Redskins, the Chargers, among other teams, are interested in doing background research in Jordan Love. Also, the Saints did re up with offense, versatile offensive lineman Cameron Tom, who they groomed into a very good replacement guard. This is a nice one because they have Ethan Ethan Greenwich. Who's a backup offensive lineman? There's Will Clap there. There's, uh, Eason. And now you bring Cameron Tom. And of course, they'll have undrafted guys, whoever they bring out the draft. And of course, remember the Saints always sign training camp veterans to come in and compete for jobs as well. So that's another key thing to look at. And then of course, this story here that kind of pissed me off about the Saints email clergy crisis should stay secret. And, and I'm going to just add this to it. Anybody caught protecting them, we need to blow the doors off of them because they, that's what they do. Enough of this nonsense. I'm just sick and tired of it. And as long as it's up to you to, to get these people out of here, like us, I guess to run them off or in, imprison them or do something. You, we got to let it be known that if you hurt these children out there, we're going to hurt you. We're going to hurt you hard. You go, we got to protect our most, uh, our most, we got to protect our children. You know, they need our protection. We have to protect our children and we have to protect our women. And if anybody hurt our children, hurt the, uh, hurt the elderly, Listen, I'm going to just put it to you like this. Whoever hurt the elderly or hurt the children or hurt the women, you're going down and you're going down hard. I ain't playing with you. Bottom line. I have children. A lot of you guys out there have children. You have grandparents and you have uh, uh parents who might be of age, older, older people, older people listen to the show. You hurt the older people, man. You're going down. You're going down. Now, and I'm talking in my saints voice, baby. You're going down. You play with us. We play with them children. You're going down. You play with the women. You play with the women. You hurt the women. You going down, baby. We're not playing with you. you going down. And if you protect them, you going down with them, baby. I'm not playing with you, baby. And they got a lot of people feel like that. We got to protect our people. That's the the that's bottom line. But anyway, that's some of the stuff I want to open up the, the live line and allow some of the family members to chime in on some of the stories we talked about. In the chat, live line is now officially open for the family to chime in uh, a 504-475-4482 is the live line 504-475-4482. Who that to you? Chris Rooks. I see your family. Good to see you in the live stream. Big ups to you. Who that to you as well? Uh, And that's us keep it going. Live line is open 504-475-4482 504-475-4482 live line is open. And feel free to call in, family, and chat with your boy. Jerome said we need more picks in there. Yep, we definitely need more picks. We definitely need. uh We like I've been yelling that that seems to be the, the the underlying reality of everything. Family is that we most certainly need more draft picks. I mean, you have so much talent, man. If we had if we had a second round draft pick this year, I mean, even I don't care about the seventh rounder. You know, what I mean, if we had a second round pick this year. You can actually get some starters that can help you. The QB situation, we can solve that this year. You can get a a, a running back to mix in with the backs that we have. You get a wide receiver that can be impactful, that can help out perhaps the tight end of the future. We can get him. You know, the Saints have addressed the offensive line position with Andrews, Pete and Cam Tom. You might not need to take a guy high right there. You know, of course, the strategy at 24 is to draft the best player available. Whether that is, it might be a position, position of strength that you have. But if the guy is high on your board, you take him. That's some of the things that happen when you pick from that far back in the 24th pick. So, I mean, eh, we'll see how it lands. Grant Delpit, and I've seen in various drafts, do Grant Delpit continues to drop in the draft, continues to go down and down and down and down and down. Maybe Delpit falls to the Saints. You think the Saints will, uh, will pass on Grant Delpit? Hell no, they won't pass on Grant Delpit. You know, they'll bring Dale Pitt in and then they'll plug him in back there. And you might see a guy like DJ Swearinger probably not make the team that year. You know, you never know. But, you know, we still have to be able to get some more picks. But it's kind of shaking out. What if the Saints do have an opportunity to move ahead of? uh, Because we know if Jordan Love is there and Sean Payton, there's several reports where the Saints are really interested in this Jordan Love dude out of Utah State. Uh, And, of course, we know where's the Patriots. The Patriots sit right ahead of you. So if the Patriots are sitting right ahead of you in a draft and they need a quarterback and we know the Patriots are interested in Jordan Love. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens.
0: Hey, cricket customers, the Max with Ads plan is included with the cricket. Sixty dollar unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a Cracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricut username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change fees. Terms and restrictions apply. See CricutWireless.com for details. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, with outstanding federal benefits and up to twenty thousand dollars in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov/career/usbp.
1: This, knowing how aggressive you know Sean Payton has been the last couple of years, wouldn't he then now jump ahead of them? And would you would you give up the move? Maybe perhaps a first this year, a second ne- next year, or a first and third something like that. Somebody probably will compromise whatever the rest of the draft that you have this year to move up ahead to get him. And something tells me if he's there three or four picks from the Saints or possible five from picks from the Saints. I think Sean Payton will look at him, man, because this is too much smoke behind this, the story behind Jordan Love. They really love Jordan Love. I'm going to just keep it real. They love Jordan Love. They really do. And I think Sean Payton looking at him seriously, man, because there's too many reports, Lincoln. The Saints to Jordan Love, man. And I mean, he's really, he likes him. He compliments him high. He likes his his way. He thinks that he can be a guy that can help the team. And to be honest with you, his skill set would be a nice addition. His size, he can scramble and move. Who that to you, Demi? Good to see you, fam. Big ups to you. He can move around and throw the ball as well. He's really intelligent. And he can only get better with age and development in the Saints offense with all the weapons we have. Be able to get him... He has a guy like uh, Michael Thomas to play with and, and Elvin Kamara, perhaps uh, if they can get the deal done and they'll find a young tight end to plug there. It's, and then you have Emmanuel Sanders and whatever wide receivers we pick up. So it'll be interesting to see just how well they can continue to grow this thing. But yeah, man, most certainly we could definitely use some picks. Tori says, yeah, I watched it. And you're right. He definitely did a great job reading the D and play and playing uh, and calling plays on it. Ernest says Cam or Winston. At QB, a year behind Breeze will help crab legs technique or allow Cam to fully heal. I don't like the Cam uh, Newton, although Cam Jordan, I think I remember Cam Jordan was uh, trying to get him to uh, come to New Orleans. I don't like it, man. I'm sorry. I don't like it. No disrespect, but Cam could keep all his Whitney Houston scarves away from him, man. I just don't. I mean, when his head screwed on right, he's a force. But his head ain't been screwed on right in a while. And I just don't think Cam has it no more. I don't think he has the desire to win anymore. And I just don't think he'd be a good addition here. I just that's just what I'm looking at with Cam. I don't I don't like it. And Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston's a head case, man. You had all those quarter all those head coaches that were quarterback whisperers that went over to Tampa Bay to try to salvage his career, and it all bottomed. And then when you get Bruce Arians there, and Bruce Arians there gets there, and he's a really good quarterback coach a head coach that works with the quarterback well and learn him and the best Jameis Winston did for that man is through win thirty for thirty. Thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. Absolutely insane, man. Absolutely insane. No, absolutely no way. No. Jameis Winston's and Cam. I can't agree with you on that fam. They gotta they can go go somewhere else, man. We don't need none of them dudes. Which is proof positive. Look at all these other teams like a, like the Chargers or the Patriots who who really need a veteran quarterback. What they do? What the Patriots do? They sign Brian Hoyer. Are you serious, I man? You, you serious? You got Winston out there. You also have Cam Newton out there. We know Cam has a foot issue. Winston, nothing wrong with him, but he got a head issue. But they trying, they signed Brian Hoyer. So that told you. That tell y'all what you you need to know about <laughs> Jameis Winston. Who that to your nine eight five Live. I see you, fam. Good to see you in the chat. Uh, Crass says if the Saints really like love, they need to be quiet. Talking is how we lost out on Patrick my boy, to the damn Chiefs and it shook off for them that's true they've been linked, linked in a lot of reports with love but what's interesting, Crass, with that film of thought that field of thought is the fact that there's not one article said about Jalen Hurt and I know I'm the one always talking about Jalen Hurt and several other great members in the, in the think tank talk about Jalen Hurt
0: If you haven't heard the Sports Coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys.
1: Homebistro.com. Freshly prepared, home-delivered, restaurant-quality gourmet meals delivered straight to your home. Choose from over 50-plus gourmet meal options. Cooked by world-class chefs and delivered frozen. Ready to eat within minutes and no commitment. Welcome to the one-shop gourmet food delivery. Specialized affordable options to eat right and fit. Feel great. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Every ingredient is handpicked to the highest standard. And why you should buy from HomeBistro.com: restaurant quality, made with natural ingredients, delivered right to your door. Overnight shopping is available. Diabetic, paleo, heart health, and vegetarian options to eat. Doing business since 1999. Courteous, knowledgeable, and professional support. Complete PCI compliant SSL security. Ordering and great meals. Choose from some of my favorite dishes: the Mediterranean chicken with orange. Honey sauce, the charbroiled chicken romesco, or the grilled chicken breast with sweet and spicy vegetables. No matter what you choose, you can't lose with HomeBistro.com. Eat great, feel good, and save some money with HomeBistro.com. Hit the link in the description section below for more information.
0: Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the sports coma with Big Q. The guys intense, funny, and they always keep it real.
1: Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. The Who That Daily.com. That's right, the Who That Daily.com. One stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelicans, LSU Tigers, and even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, the Who That is your site. The Who That for the sport Who That in all of Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needed it the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, 24-7 access to veterinarian professionals, flexible wellness plans, timely claims processing, and online customer portals, their values is what makes them embraced. So, when selecting a pet insurance company as a partner in your pet's care, you deserve a company that has your pet's best interests at heart. Get top-rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection pet insurance and wellness and dependable claims payments get the top rated and review coverage for your pet today go to embrace that's embracepetinsurance.com. check the link in the description section below
0: are you a boxing fan check out ring king's boxing only on the pro media network
1: Follow the sports coma on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Perfect. 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 You are listening to the sports coma with the Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. I know, man. I just don't like I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you, fam. I just don't like the fact that, you know, Jameis Winston, I'm going to keep him the hell away from you. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it real with you. But going back to the draft, jail. Hurt, that's not two reports with the Saints talking about Hurts. I, I know that they're interested in other quarterbacks. I report about them in the Washington State quarterback. There was reports about him in the um what's the the small school quarterback we talked about. Uh several other year quarterbacks. They talked about the guy who used to play full miss in Michigan last year. Um I forgot his name. Um Shea Patterson. They talked about Shea Patterson, but not too much said about uh, Hurt. And maybe that's a ploy or whatnot, but I don't think Hurt goes in the third round. I think he goes between, you know, at the bottom of the first and in the second round. I really do think that. I don't think he goes to the third round. I think he'll be a, somebody that'll be gone by the second round, because so many teams need quarterbacks, uh, even the teams that have quarterbacks need capable backup quarterbacks. And this draft it has some serious good quarterbacks. And I just don't think Hurts falls to the third and fourth round. Like some of these mock drafters are saying, I'm thinking Hertz goes higher. Teams like the Cowboys and teams like them will pick him up in the second round. I don't think he survives the second round and then moves on into the third round like a lot of people are pretending it to be. I just don't see it like that. I, I got to be honest with you. Who that to you? bloods? 46 I see your fab says, What up, Q? What's your opinion of former Saints player Brandon Cooks? He's 27-year-old and already on his fourth team. Why can't he s- stick with a team? Well, I mean, Brandon Cooks, man, for the time when he was with New, New Orleans before Michael Thomas arrived, you know, he's, he's a little man, but has the little man has the big man thing. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? He has the the uh, little man that got the big man syndrome. He, when Thomas got here, those two have a, they had a little competition about who would be the future of the team, and who's the number one wide receiver and all that kind of stuff. And they looked at Cooks and said, well, they try to make peace with him, but there was that stuff and the Saints wasn't happening, so they shipped Cooks out. Well, he ended up getting shipped, where he went to New England, I think it was. Then they sent him to New England. And he played up there and he looked pretty good. But I just think the price tag, it's not the talent. You know, and he's played the majority of his games. I think it's the price tag. You know, he that contract he signed with the Rams was pretty hefty for for Cooks. His Cooks is pretty decent production, but I don't. I think it's that contract. His the money's not right. You know, what I'm saying in terms of you looking like Brandon Cooks is not a number one wide receiver. By in my opinion, he's not. He's a complimentary wide receiver. He's most certainly not Hopkins. But he would do he does well with a guy that is a Hopkins, you know, what I'm saying he's not I wouldn't pay him start like level one money to be a top your top wide receiver. I just don't see Brandon Cooks like that. The Saints didn't see him that way. The Patriots didn't see him that way. The Rams didn't see him that way. They paid him because they thought they they put their chips on the table to get to a Super Bowl. And ultimately, the Rams did get there. And then next year, they fell off the map. When they fell off the map, they just had to redo everything, and he was caught up in it. I just think he's a very talented player, but I just think the money is not right, and that's why the Rams kind of clearing these shelves with him and all that kind of stuff. But he could be a talent for you. I just think he he makes a little bit too much. And in my opinion, he ain't a number one wide receiver. I, that's just how I look at it, man. He's just not a number one. The Saints seem, like I said, and all these teams are really good uh, people in terms of looking at talent. Brandon Cooks uh, from the Saints, when they drafted him, they got good production. And if they really thought that he was a number one wide receiver, like he was telling everybody, then they would have kept him and probably moved Mike Thomas. But they said, oh, yeah, whatever. And they shipped him to New England. New England kept him for a little bit. Then New England shipped his ass to the Rams. The Rams paid him to keep him because they thought they was going to get a Super Bowl. They got to the Super Bowl, got handed. And then they said they were going to full full on rebuild mode and they shifted them out of there. So, I mean, like I said, his, I don't. I wouldn't pay him that kind of money. That's just me. Thank you, Lloyd. Appreciate you, Says, Keep up the good work. Thank you, Lloyd. Appreciate you, Lloyd Vaughn. Appreciate you with your donation, family. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Please hit the like button, family. Upon entry, please hit the like button. We got well over 70 people in the chat today. Please hit the like button. It helps to show out exponentially. All right, let's keep it going to the family members. Lloyd says Rankins is untradeable, but no more than a six uh, because of injuries, AK is a second. And a fifth being that he's a running back, get a second, and the Saints could be aggressive with the first two picks. All right. Well, I think they could still get somebody desperate enough to give the Saints a first-round draft pick. I still say the Saints can get a draft a first-round draft pick for Elvin Kamara. I really do think that. I think they can get a first-round draft pick for a guy. Remember, he was a third-round draft pick uh, four years ago that turned into to be one of the top two most progress. Uh, what what top multi-purpose backs in the league. Him and Christian McCaffrey's pretty much been up at the top and you throw Elliott and Barkley in there when they get their head straight and when they're healthy. But Christian McCaffrey and Elvin Kamara, when their minds are, minds are right and they're playing at a high level, it's tough to deal with any one of those guys. So I think based upon that, there's no, like, could he potentially be this or potentially be that? No, Kamara is one of the top three, four, five backs in the NFL based on what he's done up to this point. Three years, I mean, four. What, going into his fourth year, three years in the league, three Pro Bowls. This, the third year was questionable, but still in all, he made it. But that's the point. The point is, you can get a first-round draft pick, in my opinion, for him. I'll just keep it real with you. I don't think they're going to trade him, though. I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody's really even talking about it right now. You know, in terms of the Saints are not even, the ESPN mentioned it, but the Saints are not even much even made an overture toward him right now. They're just trying to get the, the get ready to draft, and the draft will show you exactly if they think that they can get something done. Because remember the indication that happened from last year's draft about Von Bell. A lot of people's asking them, what the Saints gonna do about Von Bell. Well, they showed you this year, didn't they? Well, actually, they try to get Von Bell back. But if you didn't have this cloud of this this whole. Uh, thing, this whole stuff going on in the country right now, hanging over the free agency period, it might have been different. I think it would have been different for a lot of people, to be honest with you, because people could be able to move around, travel, do physicals, things would have been business as usual in the NFL. But I just think that when you drafted two safeties last year, Chauncey Gordon-Johnson and Saquon Hampton, to fit the, the, play in the secondary, that basically told me Von Bell was a, it was the guy that they was not going to keep. But then in free agency, the Saints seen how bad the free agency class went for the free, for, uh, for safeties and uh, tried to bring him back. He, the one that balked at the deal wanted more money. The Saints said no. And then they brought back Jenkins, which they rectified a previous wrong that they did in Sean Payton's opinion. So. Very interesting movements as well. Live line is open. Family, you can feel free to call in 504-475-4482. 504-475-4482. Live line is wide open <clears throat> for live talk. You can call in the Great Saints Think Tank and speak your piece on whatever topic Saint related or whatnot. John P says, uh, let's see, says or trade a six for Von Miller. Six round, a six for Vine Miller, six round draft, a six round pick for Miller. Hell yeah. You know, now he might want killer pay. That's the thing, though. When you come in, they, they might give him. I don't think Denver crazy enough to give up Brian Miller, man. I I, I don't know. But a lot of craziest stuff didn't happen, especially with the Houston, Texas trading Hopkins. So, I mean, I can't really say, you know, what what they're not going to do. There's a lot of craziness going on. He says sanction trade for Tom Brady and make Breeze the backup. I don't agree with that, John. <laughs> they don't have enough money to pay both of them suckers. i tell you what. Ernest says Mike T is a goon. Uh, B Cooks was not. He is fast and a compliment to a good QB with a strong arm. Great point. That's what I said. A lot of people didn't see Cooks as a number one. I most certainly didn't see him as a number one. i seen him as a compliment to a number one. He sees himself as a number one. He's supposed to because he's supposed to know what he's capable of. And he got some he got a contract that was almost you could say it was number one money which explains why the Rams ultimately decided uh, we can do better and shipped him to Houston, who was desperate for a wide receiver being that they didn't land one in free agency that could help them. They did get a wide receiver. The ones we want the, the slot wide receiver, which was Randall Cobb, who's 30 years old, but you have a bevy, of stage of other people that are not exactly who you will full is good, but he's all, he, he gets hurt a lot. You look at Kenny Steele's is good. He has injury histories as well. And then you throw a guy like uh Randall Cobb, who has a resurgence at last year into the mix. And I just don't know what to think of that. And I think they probably addressed it again in the draft as well. So, I mean, they're not done addressing the wide receiver position. I just think the man made a mess of it, man. He really did. Uh, Chris says, Bill O'Brien making suspect trades with the team. Maybe we should call on Deshaun Watson. Would be an interesting choice. Uh, They had rumors about Deshaun Watson wanting out of Houston. I don't know how true that is, but rumors on the street is that was what what we've been hearing. Sad Scott, who that to you? Sad Scott says, remember when Deuce was a Saint and the Saints end up drafting Bush? Same thing happened with Ricky Williams. Same could happen with AK. Saints may go tail up from Wisconsin. Hard to make an argument with that, and I would not be upset about that. People say, well, Q, what about the wide receivers, a deep class of wide receivers? You can get one in the third round or perhaps the Saints might see a wide receiver they like and then move up to get them. So, you know, like I said, it's interesting when you look at the how the 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 draft is shaking out because anything can happen at the 24th pick anything because their picks are driven by inside information that they have on what they're going to do with guys like a Kamara. They might say, you know what? We know what we're going to ask for. If it was something feasible or easy, they could just get it done. So obviously it might be something difficult for them thinking about it, you know, because come on, we know they talking inside the building for them to say, "Okay, we're going to talk at this day, at this time. That's not realistic. We know that they know what Kamara wants, exactly what Kamara wants. And if it was something simple, they would just make it happen. You get me? So if it's something difficult, and if they really believe they can get the job done with Elvin Kamara, we'll see what the draft shake out to be. Cause if they take running backs up high, then you know what time it is. Same thing that happened with Von Bell. Last year, they took Saquon Hampton, Chauncey Gordon Johnson, two safeties in the same draft spell doom for Von Bell. Now they, t- they did try to reach out for him. Don't get me wrong, but that was under unique situations. Like I said before, dealing with the environment of what's going on. Uh, truly, as says, they got Taylor not even. Going in the first round, Henry, they can say to Taylor Uh, Taylor is probably they say Swift is the better back here. And I watch Swift out of Georgia. And he is a good back. But how could you dispute the Taylor thing? Taylor rushed. He had he had two thousand yards rushing running back in for Wisconsin. Now, we know the SEC is the top conference in the land in terms of football overall. But my reality is. Looking at it, and I am like, damn, Swift is good, but I don't, you gotta look at Taylor and you gotta look at J.K. Dobbins. Those guys are really close. And then you throw in a guy like Chauncey Gardner, I mean, not Chauncey Gardner, like, uh, Clyde, that was who's a guy that's the basically Darren Sproles' uh, ultra instinct. I mean, it's just that he's just, he's just fantastic. Inside, outside, catches the ball like a wide receiver. He blocks. He has vision. He knows how to read. I mean, he does it all. And I just don't think he goes beyond the third round. I think he's got a guy like him and the Hertz that has all that speed and all of that experience and played at a high level in college. Those guys, you got to look at them and say, man, those guys are not going to fall in the third. Uh, those guys are going to be guys that, that get out of there in the second round. I'm telling you, the, the guy like like Chauncey Garner Johnson. I mean, not Chauncey. Uh, Clyde, edwards was hilarious. Come on, fam. Live line is open, family Y'all can chime in, drop your knowledge On what's going on And please remember to hit the like button In this piece Who there to you, Demi? Good to see you, baby Big ups to Demi in the building as well And all Ricky Jones. What up, Ricky? Who that to you, fam? Good to see you. Demi says, Q, do you think this virus will affect us going after good picks? We're interested in during the draft to a degree. It is. But right now, they've worked out a way where they've already visually talking to these these prospects. And I'm pretty sure the NFL has a resource of physicians and people where they can be able to get the information or be able to get. Uh, some kind of way, a range of physical where they can record it or something like that. I'm telling you, all this is going, it's working behind the scenes. It has to be because your draft is going to happen at the end of this month. It's a couple of weeks away. So for me not to be expecting that teams are going to spend draft capital on guys who they haven't seen uh, do a physical or perform a physical is asinine to me. So right now, going on right now, physicals, in my opinion, are taking place They're just not re- reporting on them. They're doing virtual ones. And of course, they'll have certain doctors that will, you know, be tested and make sure they're straight and all this kind of stuff that are going meet with these people in certain locations. All this is going on. It has to be because you can't draft guys and you don't know their physicals. You don't know if they hurt or not. You see what I'm saying? So most of this is got is is happening under the scene. It just won't be revealed until the time comes on how they operate. it. But the NFL, one thing they do is they're going to put on a show. And they're going to do their best to do it right. That's one thing. You can talk about the NFL a lot of negative ways, but the NFL is going to do its best to put on a show to make sure things are what what they're supposed to be. So I think that they'll make sure they handle it the correct way. So we'll just have to wait and see. Thank you, Demi, for that. Joe Joe Law says, wouldn't blame Watson for wanting out since they traded his best receiver. Yeah, and then, of course, address the offensive line position, the kid getting toe up. In there, leave somebody in there that can block as well, please. DLP says Cam Akers. Looking for a fun way
0: to win twenty-five times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit slash play 100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at pricepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: Israel is 5690 miles away from the US, 11 hours by plane. Hate Travels faster in a comment, in a
0: post, in a second. Jewish hate is up 388% in the U.S. Black hate, Muslim hate, and Asian hate are up too. When one hate rises, they all do. Let's stand up to all hate together.
1: Share and wear the blue square from StandUpToJewishHate.org. Running back from Florida State is also a beast. That's right. Cam Akers is right up under that mold. Some people say the top tier guys is Dobkins, uh JK Dobbins, not in no particular order, but Dobbins, uh, Swift, and Taylor in no particular order. And then underneath that second layer around, then they mention guys like Cam Akers, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh, and other great, really sterling running backs that's out there as well. The kid from Vanderbilt's pretty good. And these are some of the people that they make mention of. So, really interesting people out there to get a talent like J.K. Dobbins or any of those guys to fall to you in the second. or th- I mean, come on, man. So many talented, deep positions. You're going to find a star somewhere. Joe said, I wouldn't. Hold on. I read that one. Uh Demis. Uh, no, Crass. I'm sorry. He said, hey, Q, what are your thoughts on the defensive, the defensive end from Iowa? A.J. Espinoza? at 24th. Actually, I had a mock draft that I did. I don't know if you've seen it, Crass, where I actually selected A.J. Espinoza. As the as the future defensive end, and I was gonna plug him and try and have a competition with him and Davenport because it's the same type of stuff like when you have a guy like Sheldon Rankins, who was t- took out of Louisville that year, and then you had in the fourth round from out of Canada a uh, David Onyamada, who was the fourth round draft pick that year. And only thing David Onamada did was push Sheldon Rankins. And then it came to a point a couple of years ago when Onamada was playing so well that they pull Rankins down in practice from the starting job put on Yamada. in I remember all that. And that really drove Sheldon Rankins to become super Sheldon because he was constantly getting pressure from David on Yamada. And notice on Yamada got his money before Sheldon Rankins did. Now, you know, it's on Sheldon Rankins and approve it, dear, to really step his game up. But AJ Espinoza, in my opinion, can do similar things to Davenport. Now you could push Davenport to be better. Remember, you got a, a, a question mark in the form of Davenport, who's effective when he's on the field, but he's injured all the time. The, these, these last couple, even when after the draft, he had uh, uh, in, remember he had surgery on his on his hand. You know, after the draft, he he had surgery on his hand. Then later on, then later on that year, he got hurt. Then he came back and got hurt the the following year. The kid snake bitten. Hopefully, he breaks the the pattern of the injury. But you have a 30-year-old Cam Jordan on one side, a guy that can't complete a season in Davenport on the other side. Not saying that he can't do it in the future, but you ain't showed me that yet. You need another productive player there that can fill in if something happens to Cam or if something happens to Davenport. That's all I'm saying. Trey Hendrickson has proven that he's not that guy. Uh, Carl Granderson is a huge question mark. He has the potential, but he's a question mark. Noah Spence is a really huge potential, but he's a question mark. If these guys were really as good, why did Noah put, Spence put it together? What happened with him in Tampa Bay? What happened with him in the other stop that he would, he made? if he was as good as you, as they think he is, then why he couldn't stick and stay with those teams? What's what's the deal here? But the, the, that's what I'm saying. It's question mark city. And you if you're a Super Bowl team with a quarterback who retires in a year or two, you don't have time for question mark city. You need something that's certain. You need exclamation city. You need you need something that is certain. You don't need question marks. You need somebody that's gonna come there and represent. So I love the pick. I love A.J. Espinosa at twenty-four. Something tell me he's gonna be there. A lot of people like Yamatos, Bruce Matos, as a guy that that's over or A.J. Espinosa. They play in the same conference, but I like Espinosa on tape. He's a guy with a high motor. He's a big offensive line. I mean defensive lineman. Who provides pressure and he can get to you. So, and, and Matos is not a bad player either. I just like the film and games that I've seen from uh, AJ Espinosa. I think he is really a talented person. And some people say he's more polished than, uh, uh, than, uh, Chase on, you know, Clavion Chase. And some people say he believed that he's more polished than him. And so Chase on is listed as the second best of the pass rushes in his draft. Some will argue that. Espinosa is more polished technically than uh uh Clavion Chasing. I'm not going to say that because I'm an LSU man, but I do like the pick. Thank you, fam. Carolyn M- uh, Mendoza, she says, do you remember Damon Swine? I sure do. Hey, Carolyn, who that to you? Good to see you. She said, Damon. Oh, my goodness. Damon Swine was, man, you talking about a guy that can actually, if he was not, if if he could have just not had those concussions when he was on the field, he was aggressive. He was going for the football. I loved how Damien Swine played, but he kept getting those concussions and that just really kind of just dimmed his, his uh, football career. But man, he, at times Damien Swine was a guy. He went for the ball and he showed real promise. He just couldn't beat that injury bug, man. Couldn't beat it. Thank you. uh, Thank you, Carolyn. Um, Paul says, well, who that, Paul? Good to see you. Uncle Paul is in the chat. Paul says, yeah, NFL wants that money. Uh, Derek McKnight, uh, Kevin McKnight. What up, Kevin? Who that to your family? Good to see you in the tra- chat. as well. Uh, Demi says, what should, let me see. Chris says, thanks. I missed the. Let's see. Chris says thanks. I missed him. Okay, he must be talking. He's uh Paul says, hey Q, your call in line is going to hold on here, fam. Hold on here. I don't know why it's doing that. Hold on here. It should be wide open here. Y'all might have been calling. I might have just had it low. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go, family. All right. We see it seemed to be working now, family. I don't know why it wasn't working, but you can feel free to call in here, fam. Hold on here. That's what that's what was going on here. All right. All right. That was my mistake, Paul. The live line's over, family. Whenever you feel free to chime in, y'all can chime in to the chat. Uncle Paul, who there to you in the chat as well? Ricky says, Q. What do you think about trading Elvin Kamara for Deshaun Watson for a first and second round pick since the Houston Texans are getting rid of everybody, <laughs> anyways? Uh, that actually that's interesting because Deshaun Watson, man, you can get a talent like him. And he already has some some NFL uh experience, and he's a very much a young quarterback and a winner. You talk about a guy that's a winner, man. I love that move. Now, that's only I'm only gonna agree with that, Ricky. If the Saints choose not to the, the, Not to pay Elvin Kamara If you if y'all went through bare bones And y'all just had it to say you know what No we're not going to give you that And Kamara says okay well then trade me You're not going to pay me don't hold me trade me And if, if that's the case Then I would trade them to get them Picks into Deshaun Watson Because I think that you know I don't know if Texans will go from that Being that they've already traded for David Johnson I don't know if they would then trade For Elvin Kamara too I don't know. You got a stupid ass coach down there who, who's doing the gym duty. So you might catch him and catch him slipping. But, uh, I would make that trade, Ricky, based on the fact that we couldn't do nothing with Elvin Kamara. He wouldn't take my $25 million contract for three years. And the second one, like one of the Saints family members said in the chat, a three, a four year deal for 30 million. I would not, I would not, if he says no Q, I don't want your three, your three years, 25 million, 12 to 15 million dollar signing bonus. No. I said, okay, well, how about four years, 30 million? We're gonna get 20 million dollar signing bonus. No. And he said, Well, we I want 10 million a season. If you can't do that, trade me. I said, okay, well, I won't pay you 10 million a season, so I got I guess I gotta trade you. Then I would do what Ricky's saying. I would try to get rid of them. Thank you, Ricky. Um all right. Uh, Tori Shepard says condolences to all the bereaved in the chat. It's big ups to all the family members as well. That uh, uh, That's a well said compliment. I must have missed something here. Uh, Let's see. Somebody says something. My condolences to you and your family. Okay. I must have missed something in the chat. Okay. Sad day school. My uncle passed. 985J. Okay. 985J. Who that to you? 985. I ain't see you in the building, baby. Who that to you? Say sad day school. My uncle passed away today. So... Much love and peace and blessings to 985J, one of the great Saint thing. Tank favorite people, one of the, the the crucial people of the of the chat. Big ups to 985J uh, and condolences to your family, brother, as well in this this troublesome time, man. You know, sorry to hear that, brother. Um, much love and prayers to you and your family, that 985J. Much love to you and your family, fam. Thank you. Um. Travis 504 who that T he says who who that Q do you think the NFL season will start on time? Kind of hard to say a lot of conflict and information out of there, man. A lot of conflict and information going out because of the condition of what we the country we're going through. And people really, truly don't know exactly what's going on. Uh, and they're giving like default information out to people because they don't really know exactly what's going on. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's kind of hard to say that, fam. You know, right now, you know, one would hope that things have returned uh, to normal situation or get to a, some sort of normalcy. Um, but when you're dealing with, you know, stuff like this, you never know what's going on. And there's so much going on right now. And, you know, it's background and underground information that, you know, that you come to. You get news and alternative sources outside of the big four or five. Uh, operations that's basically kind of, you know, Operation Mockingbird type stuff. I mean, I don't know, but it's just, you know, I don't really too much trust a lot of the stuff that I read there. Therefore I do a lot of research. I just don't go and listen to what they say. And I go and look at the numbers and what my research is showing that the cases are dropping and I that the cases with it. And a lot of the doctors that are really doing the work are saying such a things about, uh, the cases on this stuff is dropping. The curve is flattening out, but the response and reporting is through the media operations are not showing the dropping numbers. They're continuing to ratchet up the paranoia and the hysteria, which is absolutely shameful. That's like yelling fire in the theater. You know, and they need to be ashamed of themselves for doing this report it as it's supposed to. But then again, I understand that most of them operate with agendas, what the agendas are. You can read about them. But uh, but we the numbers, according to credible information, are dropping with this. And more information is coming out about this thing. So it, it more information is showing that this stuff that it's been. I don't know if people know it, that it's been 60 years or so that this has actually been out. And they have a few strands that's out and they have some strands of it that's more aggressive than others. But it's they're working on a pill that they are saying they're testing it. There's also vaccine makers that's working on vaccines to do something with it. But like I said, we just 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 don't get ate up by the hysteria and the paranoia. Keep your critical thinking in mind, because at this juncture of time, at, at this juncture time, family, I warn you all, I want all of the my Beloved Saint family members, keep your wits about you and stay in critical thinking mode at this time, because when people try to get you out of your logical mind into an emotional state of mind, anything they can tell you, you'll fall for it. So just stay in that mind, stay under control and just, you know, like I said, you know, stay critical thinking. And then research outside of the major operations that's that's reporting to you. I just that's just all I could tell you because there's a lot more stuff going on than when they're reporting on. I'm gonna just keep it real with you. Anyway, uh, we cover some of that on on QBQ. All right, fam. Thank you for calling the Sports Coma. You, can you hear me? What's uh, QB? What's good, there, uh, brother? Paul had to reset the line, man, for whatever reason. We couldn't that,
2: hear. That's all right. You know, a cherry be food with stuff and the gremlins that's get so in Thank it, see?
1: <laughs> Man, I tell you what, they had all kind of sub screwed up at the it, brother Paul. How you doing, bro?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm doing good. How's you and your family, oh, man? Man,
1: everybody good. My brother, everybody good, man. And you know, we're going to make it, family. going to be all right.
2: I, I'm so glad to hear that,
1: man. Hey, I'm so glad to hear
2: that. I, I, I was looking at the chat there and crashed. 4 bought him something I never even thought about. I mean, hey, thanks beat. Ought to look into that, man. fifty miles to Houston for Watson. That solves the
1: quarterback problem, boom, in one wide. What you think? I mean, the Watson. I'm I'm not mad at that at at, at all, man. You know, I actually uh-huh. I think um I, that 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 might that'll work for me because he had a little bit of experience playing in Houston as a starter. He would have there to sit to sit behind Drew for a year or so. And then he take the range. So I mean, it would be a shorter trend. It, it'd be actually perfect if you think about it. A young NFL quarterback that had a lot of experience, who is a winner. He won championships. Uh, he won championship with Clemson. He's fantastic. I, I actually would love like that move, but uh, that's up to the Saints whether or not they're gonna pull the trigger on it. Bill Paul, what you think about it?
2: Hey man, they need they need to do that, cute because listen. They to, hey, you, you you know, it's kind of like the kid that's giving away all his candy. You know, hey, you give it away your star
0: receiver,
2: <laughs> give away your star tackle, your star this, hey, the Watson, hey, getting rid of him is really a foregone conclusion because if you think about it, Q, mm-hmm. if he's not happy and he don't want to be there, the next thing to do is just hit the door, man. what you think.
1: Yeah, you got absolute point on that. And I, like I said, I've heard some stories about Deshaun Watson not being happy. About him getting rid of Hopkins, and then of course he brings Cook to town and Randall Cobb oh, to town, yeah. and I and you know what's going on down there. But let's see how the draft that's shakes true. out. I think he's bottomed. They, you know, I don't know. It, I just think that he should have just made peace with Hopkins. Him doing this is absolutely asinine, in my opinion. And uh, uh, if you don't win this shit, they're gonna run know. him out of town. That's for sure. Uh,
2: I'm telling you, man, I don't know what, what Coach O'Brien would he think it. You know, that that'd be just like the forty ers getting rid of Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jay Rice, just having a general overhaul of all your star and key players. That's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing out there. I I, I mean if it would been the Sports Coma Houston edition, we'd be we'd be stumping the hell out of him on the, on the airwaves. <laughs>
2: It's so true, Q, because what they don't realize is you to mortgage your future now, Brian is ignorant to set to take them back at least five years, kid mm-hmm. at least, Yep. you know. And I and I'm glad Sean Payton ain't doing no wacky stuff like that. If we want to give him his walking papers, he can get out of town. You oh, don't walk with your future, you don't. And and I got to say, Q, I'm still on defense about bringing Drew back for these next two years. I, I still don't like it. I just still I just really don't like it because you, you you're being sorry and you're not trying to get a young quarterback and develop him to be the future. I don't like that. Because so we know how Sean Payton is. He's not going to be disciplined and run the ball. He's going to want to haul it. Especially now when you got Tom Brady in your uh, division and you're going to try to outdo Bridgewater, you know, that that's not helping the running game too much for next season. What you think, Hugh?
1: I mean, you, you got a point. Some stubborn aspects of it with Sean Payton do reside there. You have to kind of live with But there's still the Taysom Hill fact that he's hanging out there. And we need to do something about that. We need to get that addressed as soon as possible. Uh, man, see what, man, we, what we, we we forgot all about Taysom hanging out there. And just to address what Carolyn Mendoza she was making. Okay, thank you, Port Town. Oh, good, good to see you, fam. Port Town Extreme Streamer says, "Can you hear me now? Are you can you hear me now? Good. Okay, thank you, thank you, Port Town. Nine eighty five says, "Good. Now live says your sounds good. Thank you, fam. Ernest says yes. Devin, who that to you, Devin? Nine eighty five says your cuter got the virus." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man (laughs) Oh, man I tell you what Everybody gets sick every now and again, Don't they, fam? Even the damn computers So good to see some of the live stream back, fam Sorry about the few little breakdowns there But just to let the family members know We back up and good I had to make a few slight adjustments But, man, to be honest with you, it's all good, family. Sad Scott, good. Thank you, Travis504, as well. Uh, Crash says, Crystal Cliff. Thank you, family. You know, like I said, man, we have a few flubs, but nothing going to stop us from doing this goddamn thing. You understand what I'm saying, family? You can't give up. Never give up. But uh, just to let the family members know in the live stream, go keep on streaming for another, I guess, another 20 minutes or so. We have Paul. Thank you, Paul. Uncle Paulie chimed in. Good to hear from Uncle Paulie. Short, sh- uh, sorry, your time was cut short, uh, Uncle Paulie. iPad, new iPad. He said, I hear you uh, live and clip. Thank you, that fam. Appreciate you. And uh, just to mention, I know uh, Carolyn was talking about Chase Claypool. I like uh, Claypool. think he'll be awesome for the team. Uh, and especially, you can use him at wide receiver or tight end. Versatility is the key with Chase Claypool, no doubt about it. Uh, let's keep it rolling family as well Renault uh Renault dropped who that to you Renault good to see your family in the chat uh thank you Crass hit the like button hit the, hit it hard thank you family please hit the like button here as we continue to move on in the chat. Darahan711, what up fam? Good to see you fam, who that to you? Thank you for joining us in the live chat today family We had a few little computer issues Timothy Dillon, what up Tim? Good to see you family Hennessy Bastion, who that to you Family chiming in 504Easy What up fam? Good to see you He says trade back, get extra picks Second round, select Jalen Hurts I'm with ya so That's another great Saints think tank member that got good sense man Jalen Hurts is the man Bro, with the plan You don't have to move up to get him Because if you want Jordan Love, you got to go through New England, and New England obviously going to take him. I don't think you should move up to get Jordan Love, but Sean Payton is stubborn. He's going to do what he want to do. Crass says Taylor had 13 fumbles in 2018, 14 in 2019. I can't have that on my team. Pass on Taylor. Good stat there, Crass. I remember about his fumbling. He does have the fumbleitis, no doubt about it. That's why I think a lot of people place uh, guys like Swift or J.K. Dobbins above him. But if you have we have a really good running back coach that I really do think that can help with Taylor. But we'll see if the Saints are serious about that, fam, because the truth be told is if they if they believe they're gonna get something done with Elvin Kamara, then a guy like Taylor or any of those type of guys would make sense. But if you see him take a running back high, watch out. Uh, Darren, it says they're not trading AK 41. I would say no at this time because what he means to the Saints. Now, I remember we had the, we had Bob Rose came on last show, and he says that nobody is above Sean Payton's system, except for Drew Brees, of course. Elvin Kamara is utilized in his system a lot. I mean, a lot, a lot. And if you're thinking about replacing that guy, you got to have somebody that come behind him. Latavius Murray did well when Kamara wasn't there, but it's how you mix your backs. I was expecting... Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money
0: this football and basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. up to $100. Just visit prizepickscom slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepix.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy.
1: The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to twenty thousand dollars in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol.
0: Learn more online at cbp.gov/careers/usbp.
1: That's cbp.gov/careers/usbp. Them to feature Kamara, but to also be smart, you know, be real. Judicious about how they use them or employment offense. For instance, if you're going to lose, use Latavius Murray, you to use utilize them any the third one third and ones or short goal plays. You know, you're in the red zone. Put that battle and Ram Latavius Murray in there. Third and one, use Latavius Murray. That's his field of expertise. You don't even need the fullback. You know those type of plays. Put them in there. Not run Elvin Kamara to death in in the hole. That's the thing that I have an issue with Sean Payton. Now, I've always criticized his run versus pass ratio because it's a passing offense, but it's to his detriment. Had the Saints become more run-centered as of the recent years, you would be sitting here with more championship reigns around. Yeah, there we go. So we back at it again. Demi <laughs> says Q again. <laughs> <Get out this. laughs> y'all not getting y'all tail in here no more. Oh no, man. Hell no. No, to the no, no, no. Who that to you there? Now good to see you there, Farouk Abasi Good to see you, family. What up, big Q? If Jordan Love falls to 20 or 21, should the Saints jump in front of the Patriots? The, question, the answer to that, uh, Farouk, thank you, family. Where, where are you uh, chatting from, Farouk? Put your. Uh, yeah, right, Where you're chatting from family in there. Appreciate the question. Who that tell you. The the Saints are in Sean Payton's in love. I'm not going to lie to you. He's in love with Jordan Love. Pun intended. And I think that if he's there before the Patriots, I most certainly think that they're going to leapfrog and get in front of him. No doubt about it. I'm just going to keep it real with you. I think they will do it. They love him. For whatever reason, they love his intangibles. And I just think that you don't need to expound that you don't need to expound that much draft capital to get that guy. You already have five picks based on whatever they get uh the uh compensatory formula works out where they might get a few picks here or there. But truth be told, I wouldn't I, I would I wouldn't trade up to get John Love, but I think Sean Payton will. So uh, that's just the thing. Uh, I wouldn't give it up for love because I think that you can find a better prospect than love later on without giving that up. But I think the Saints will give up a pick uh, for that, Farouk. Algiers, okay, okay. Thank you, that, fam. Appreciate you, uh, uh, Farouk. Appreciate you. Thank you. But I, to answer your question, family, I think the Saints will give up uh, extra uh, draft compensation if he's that coach close to jump in front of the Patriots in because the Patriots are going to take love if he's sitting there in front of them. The Saints realize it, too, and they're going to have to be aggressive in their approach if they want him. And I think Sean Payton does move up to get him because I've read several reports, many different reports centered around the Saints' interest in Jordan Love, want to know about his background, his physicals, and stuff like that. And then I've heard the comparisons that a lot of the scouts are making on the inside about his tangibles versus Mahomes. And I think Sean Payton doesn't want the Patrick Mahomes thing to happen to him again. What happened with the Chiefs that year, he said that he was was, was going to draft Mahomes. We ended up with Marshawn Latimer so we won there but this year with Drew getting close to the end of his career I definitely think the Saints if Sean Payton sees him there that it would move up ahead and get him so thank you for real appreciate your family and who that to you thank you um, <laughs> 504 says not Jordan Love no I mean I'm with you there 504 easy I think Hurts is a better guy more accomplished does resumes count for anything nowadays family Do resumes count for anything anymore anyway? You know what I'm saying? Resumes, 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 resumes. Do they count? If they count, why aren't we looking at resumes? Why aren't we looking at resumes? Resumes hurts. Alabama, Oklahoma, stats runs changes the game. I mean, he beat some of the the LSU Tigers most ferocious defenses. I mean, defenses that had terrific talent like Jamal Adams and and White Devin White and all these guys. And he was able to run around those guys, and they excellent, they terrific athletes, intelligent football players. And he was able to beat these guys with his feet and throwing. Oh, it's just and then the winning, the winning, and then to win at a program like Alabama with all of the pressure upon him—that is not to be taken lightly. So when I hear people putting Jordan Love or even that kid from Oregon, Over Jalen Hurts It absolutely What world Or universe Are we living in When 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 the resumes Don't count None of these other guys Have done as much As a Jalen Hurts Has done And he's positioned Fifth or sixth On the QB prospect list Who made this damn list Obviously to me Whoever made it They blind as hell and they're not looking at the fact that who do you know out there in college that's more accomplished than Jalen Hurts I don't care if he played for Nick Saban the mere fact that he played for Nick Saban and had to deal with Nick Saban's crazy ass and all of the stuff that he demands and all of the demands at Alabama and all the pressure of the lights and the national media and everything coming upon him and he was still able to win you know, just because you're in, out, you playing for them at quarterback, don't necessarily mean that you can handle that. The pressure is for you to step up. And even when he did fall down and was lost, and his job was taken away from him by Tua, what did he do? Did he quit and go somewhere else? No, he stayed. That showed character. He stayed there and then waited for his opportunity. And when Tua started tanking and they put Hurts in there, he won the championship for him. So I'm saying then left to go to Oklahoma after winning a championship and took them to the college football playoffs, which they got fla- plastered by the LSU Tigers. But so did everybody. So, I mean, to say that about Jalen Hurst does resume. So I ask the question, does resumes count for any damn thing? The guy won like what, 40 games in college or something like that. He played all four years. He had all of the, the development. He has the resume, the stats and He's excelled at levels. When they say he couldn't throw the ball, he goes to Oklahoma and throws the ball for like, what, 30-something touchdowns versus like six interceptions or something like that. He ran for over 1,500 yards, 17 rushing touchdowns. Heisman Finals again. I mean, I mean does not it does resumes count for any goddamn thing in the NFL where they so hell bent and so programmed and hypnotized around prospects profitable or potential so we draft for potential now is that what we going? Why don't we look at the reality of it? what this kid can do and what he has done? That's why we're screwing these teams up That's taking these quarterbacks Like Mitch Tabiski Who should have never been taken in the first round Tabiski wasn't ready He still ain't ready And a lot of these guys are flaming out And balling out Because these idiots are taking these players On potential And you can Potential Listen I'm looking at the resume And the most accomplished guy In the draft field Is Hurts Now if he falls the second or third That's their ass you know what I'm saying, but you got to remember the, the so-called draft geniuses. These the idiots and the morons that told that said like Lamar Jackson. Wasn't a top five or top ten pick. You know why? Cause probably cause Lamar Jackson's people ain't pay their ass to put him up on it high on their draft list. And remember that goes on too. These guys making these draft lists. Google Mel Kuyper Jr. scandal, draft scandal, and get a and get a a, a earful or eyeful of the foolishness that happened with with uh, Mel Kuyper taking money to elevate prospects on his draft board because he know the influence that he has. They all take money. The majority of them take money to put them guys on their boards, and a lot of people don't play that goddamn game. But see, a lot of they don't understand when you have that amount of money being exchanged and moved around. You're talking about a billion dollar industry, where money tri- triculating everywhere. Agents greedy asses looking for stuff. You think the, ag- the agents have media hype men? You don't think they connected to the Kypers and these other clowns out the McShays out here that's getting money under the table to elevate prospects and high? Uh, McShay lost all. His credibility with me when he came out with the draft some years ago when he had Cam when the, when Cam Newton came out there and he said that Cam Newton and Blake not Blake Bortles but Blaine Gabbard, that's who it was Blaine freaking Gabbard was was was. Uh, he said Cam Newton was 1A and Blaine Gabbard was 1B. You can't go wrong with either one of them. So I went back and did my own research, looked up Cam Newton. Cam was the man. Cam was dominant. Him and, uh, and, uh, am McFarl- not McFarlane, uh, a uh, big boy from Auburn that we had down here with the heart problem. Uh, he had them, both those guys was on there and they were dominating teams that year and they won the championship. You I went and looked at research and tape on Blaine Gabbard and seeing that this guy had a, uh, his, his stats were mediocre. His, his film was mediocre. I mean, he controlled a deep ball, but he was nowhere near where they said he was supposed to be. And that's what McShay was talking about. Oh, this guy's didn't. I'm like, man, these dudes getting paid to say this, man. They're getting paid to elevate these guys. I look at the resume. What did you do? If you're a company that's hiring somebody and you looking for the best possible candidates, what's the first mode that you would go to? you say, well, how would I know who's good? I'm going to look at the resume and see what this candidate does versus what this candidate does. And that's who you decide on who you're going to holler. The more qualified person for the job. So, how are we picking these guys that's playing at these small universities? That's not saying that that's no knock against them, but you got to give uh, advantage to the guys that play in the spotlight versus the guys that didn't. Come on now. You got to. You cannot. You cannot. Take away from that. You cannot say, okay, J- this guy, Jordan Love, is above Jalen Hurts. I'm like, what? How? Well, his height and the fact that he moved. Hold on. Okay. The only thing he, Jalen, Jordan Love beating Jordan Hurt because H- Love is 6'4, Hurt is 6'1. Okay. So Jordan Love is taller than him. Well, Jordan Love can move around. He can see over the pocket. Hope, stop that right there. Jordan Love might be able to be tall. He can see down the field, but just because Jalen Hurts is 6'1", don't mean he can't see. You got a goddamn quarterback right now who barely six feet tall. He's still the the highest passer in the NFL history, and he barely six feet. He's six feet with shoes on. You take his shoes up, he less than six feet. That's the truth. There you go. Thank you for that, Sub-Zero. Who that to you? Nick Farrelly. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Resumes mean something. So you get people that come on with this, this, this prospect talk. Miss me with the prospect talk. you. That's the last thing you won't get involved in in prospect talk. You won't see what these guys could do. And you draft guys that fit your system based on their productivity and what they did. That's why you study their statistics. That's why you look at their footage. And you look at what they've actually done. You know, none of these other guys can even even say that much, you know, borrow, of course, borrow. You got to put him up there. He just blew everybody away statistically. But the Tua is terrific too. But just like you look at Tua's body of work at Alabama, you have to also how did he? That's the thing that's killing me. How will you say okay? Tua is here at number two best quarterback, and the guy that that he took over for in Alabama is 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 number six on the prospect list. A third or fourth round pick. Get your ass out of here, man. Get out of here. You on that stuff, or you drinking something? You ain't got no business drinking. You ain't gonna tell me that hurt is a fifth or so he that he's not he's not better than Jake Fromm from Georgia, or he's not better than Jacob Eason from Washington. Get your ass out of here, man! Get out of here. That's because love people. That's because hurt people ain't paying you to, to up them. But I will look at statistics, man. Run over forty games in college. He told he told us up many years when he played out there. We can barely get a hold to him. We can barely get him, and then he throws, Then they say, oh, he's not a passer. They was hating on him then. You look at games. I've seen games when the man threw for 400 goddamn yards, and four and five touchdowns. Then these assholes come out and say, oh, the man can't pass the ball. So he goes to Oklahoma and shows that he can throw the ball. Come on, man! And then after that, what they still do? Put him under Nick, underneath all the other quarterbacks. He should not be under the guy from Oregon, Herbert. He should not be under Fromm. He should not be under the other quarterback, Eason. He should not be under Jordan Love. He should not be under none of those guys. That guy is good enough that he should be either the second or third best quarterback in this QB pass class based on his production and his resume alone. I mean, what else are you judging these guys on? You know, I know you don't have a crystal ball. It's just amazing to me. It's it's foolish to me. Hurts is better than what they're putting him at. I mean, he's better than Herbert. He's better statistically. And if you look at the tape, they say, well, I had a few people say, well, Q, he has some issues with his past and all this kind of stuff. When I ask you, what goddamn quarterback you know out there that don't have an issue? I mean, come on. The guy is a model citizen. The guy is a proven leader. The guy is a proven winner. The guy has championship rings. He's won more games than he played, and he's won like 40 games. He's won on the highest level in the best conference in college football, point point after point after point. But, oh, no, it's Herbert. It's Eason. It's this other clown. It's Love. All those guys, they're better than Jalen Hurts. And then you want to, well, he's six foot four. Kyler Murray, less than, what, five, eight, five, nine? And you took him first overall, so that height shit don't play here no more. It's if you could play the game. And this guy has played the game at the college level, at the highest levels, under the most extreme conditions, has fell down on the open stage, resurrected, came back, stayed, and showed. He could have left when they chose Tua that year. He stayed there. That showed his character and his mindset. Set. Then he came back, went and, and stepped up. He didn't have the sour face that whole year when Tool went down, was stinking. He came in there and won the championship. Then went out with to Oklahoma and and did big stuff with them too. So I mean, they need to cut that out with that jail and hurt stuff. But I'm telling you, he will not be there after the second round. I'm telling you. Look at a team like Dallas getting them. Look at a team like the Chargers getting them. Look at other teams like the like the Patriots getting them. I'm telling you, Jordan Love is not going to be there after the second round. I'm telling you. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes somewhere high in the second round or mid to the second round. But the reality is, he is going to be gone after the third round. I'm telling you, nobody. Is talking about him. They did have some articles that the Dallas Cowboys were talking to him. Now I didn't hear anything about the Saints talking to Jordan Love, even though they had some dealings with him at the mo- the game out in Mobile, the Senior Bowl game, in which Saints coaching staff and scouts were there as well. Remember that? I mean, I'm just saying, man. I, I just I watch a lot of this, and it don't make sense to me. And when it when it don't make sense to me logically, the first thing I do is I go to the money angle. When it don't make sense to me logically, I go to the money. I say something money gotta be involved here some kind of way. That's how I found out about my Mel Kuiper scandal with those drafts. And that he was taking money and he denied it. I wasn't taking no money. I was taking, I was judging, but no man, no Kuiper. No Kuyper You look you look just like a good fella. You look like you come just right up out of the I could put your ass in a good fella movie. Just like like how you look right now, I did show the picture of it. I would put him right up in there. Yeah, Kuiper taking money. No doubt about it. He's been taking money and the ones at the top, they take money. You know why? Because that's how the game go. If you want to get on my draft board, you're going to have to pay me to get on the board. People don't know that, but I'm telling you what's going on behind the scenes. When it don't make sense, think about the money. I'm telling you, it works every time. Thank you, fam. Forget ESPN or Fox. Get straight sports talk from the sports coma with Big Q and the guys.
0: Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love, unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics, and autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time. Get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com,
1: officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that? Follow the sports come on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office.